then I'm gonna go live on here. Let me get my sunglasses too. Oh, yeah, can't do I wear my sunglasses right at there. night. Right between the computers, right there. Right by the uh, charger. Yeah. Here, really? Right here, no, the back. Right. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks, Sweet. Can't do it without them. Anyone wear the tiara? No. Anyone? Oh, I thought they were <laughs> the date. <laughs> date princess. Michaela will look good in that. Yeah, so like are are we are we getting picture? Okay, cool, cool, nice, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, we're live up in this bitch. Um yeah, this is the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. I'm Matt Bergman. This is episode one ninety. And I'm here tonight with uh Philip Dassing. What's going on? Steven Nikayla. What's up everybody? And we've talked about this for a while. We finally got Joshua Smith on the show. How's it going, guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we gotta keep it close. Gotta, gotta keep the mic close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, wow. I mean, I'm like, uh, you know, super psyched to uh, have you on the podcast. I've been looking forward to this, and uh, you know, and I, I wanted to say, you know, we had this with this uh, discussion a little while ago. We, we blew our podcast load, and uh, <laughs> but uh, at any rate, um, yeah, like the day after the Punk Rock Libertarians page was taken down, like uh, you posted about Punk Rock Libertarians on Facebook. And you're like, punk rock libertarians help get you into uh, libertarianism. And it was, and I, I was just like, I started crying when, when I read that. I was just like, wow, that's, yeah, that's so cool. You, you know, and I've, I've talked a lot about uh, a lot of the influences that brought me to libertarianism and where I am today. And a big, big part of that was Ron Paul, obviously. Um, but you guys shilled for Ron Paul quite a bit back in the day. And, and so it was one of the first, like, you know, meme pages I found that was centered around libertarianism and i definitely i shared the shit out of you guys constantly and so um yeah seeing you guys getting taken down was a it was a big travesty to me as well so it definitely in uh 2008 and uh 2012 i was just like uh totally yeah as you would say shilling for ron paul because uh daddy paul yeah i mean he was he was the fucking man and like I'd actually gotten into libertarianism in roundabouts like 2000 2001, and then uh, like I, I guess it was, it was probably like 2005 or 2006 or something or 2007. I don't know. I started seeing this guy Ron Paul on uh, television from time to time, and, and I didn't even watch that much television. It was, uh, but I was like, holy shit! You know, there's this like 80 year old doctor from Texas. Who's um, somehow managed to get himself in Congress? <laughs> he's been in there for years, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you know he's friends with all these dudes that are open anarchists, right. you know, with the, the fucking uh, Mises Institute and shit. And uh, it was wow, it, it was just like so so cool, you know. It's to me, Ron Paul is like a, a glitch in the matrix because oh, yeah. he just like he just should not be there, you know. I think a big thing for me was uh, him going on national television and talking about blowback was so huge for me you know i'm a veteran and i i uh i was part of the shock and awe campaign in in the persian gulf i was already in the persian gulf when george bush declared war for operation iraqi freedom and uh i saw the wasteful spending i saw the loss of innocent human lives i saw us making creating blowback for our country and i got home and i didn't really align with the gop uh, i didn't really align with the uh democrats i was a registered republican um and then I found Ron Paul, and Ron Paul goes on national television, starts talking about blowback and how we're creating terrorists, and how if we set up, sh- if, if someone came over here and set up shop in Texas and killed your parents, you're probably going to be pretty angry too, you know? Yeah, right. It was common sense, you know. And he actually got um, Republicans in South Carolina to cheer for legalizing heroin, yeah. you know? Or, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, he he just had them laughing at the thought of uh, prohibition, you know? That that was just pretty badass, you know. And of course, you know the blowback thing. And then when he was getting called out on it by like all these media outlets as, as like an America hater or something, he, he he, he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was the way to go. He was, he was all about spreading a message. And, uh, so I would say Ron Paul, he definitely, he rejuvenated libertarianism for me. It's like, you know what I mean? Cause it, it's, uh, you know, I was used to just like kind of more so like thinking about this stuff. And then it's like, whoa, you got it like a politician actually saying it, right? you know? And, uh, 
Yeah, man. He, he was he was just fucking awesome. So in 2008 and 2012, I was doing everything I could do. I remember, um, I think at one point, I ordered like 100 Ron Paul bumper stickers and gave them out to all my friends. Nice. And then we all got a picture of our, our cars next to each other. Um, it, and uh, at any rate, we... Uh, yeah, I mean that's like fucking cool. The the other thing that that gets me excited about you too is uh, that you are in fact a punk rock libertarian. Yeah. Like you are in meaning like you're actually into punk rock. Yeah, absolutely. But you know there are a lot of people that aren't into the punk rock, but they still have the punk rock attitude, and that's cool. But like I started the page because I always thought that punk rock was inherently libertarian. When you know when you're talking about DIY, what's what's more libertarian than DIY? Right. Man. You know, libertarians just like DIY everything. Well, we've always, you know, punk rock's always had that anti-authoritarian message. You know, whether that falls on the left or right is really of no concern to me most of the time. But I want to hear people talking about, uh, you know, rolling back the the size and scope of of government. And punk rock's always been good for that. So I mean, it's it's something that's resonated with me for you know twenty or more years. You know, and and it's a it's an amazing thing, and I think mixing the two together, libertarianism and, and punk rock, is is the right way to go. Oh yeah, man! It's <laughs> dude. I, like after we made the page, though, there was there's all of a sudden there was all these other people making these like uh, these spinoff pages or something. It was like I remember there was hipster libertarians, and then I think Ian Peak. That's a shout out to you, buddy, out there in Chicago, Illinois, or I think, in Illinois. Yeah, yeah there was heavy metal libertarians. There was hard rock libertarians, <laughs> hip hop libertarians, like uh, punk rock libertarians left. Yeah, I mean, oh, there's... No, we don't we don't show for that. <laughs> we don't show for that page here. Uh, believe it or not, like I'm friends with the dude that started that page, and uh, you know he, he's a dude from Baltimore, Ryan Rock. He's been on the podcast before. Nice. And I'm actually an admin on that page. So if I wanted to, I could go on there and, and post right now, you know? Yeah, he's um, a syndicalist. And then, and then, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm respectful. This is my friend's page. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say anything that would offend him. You know, I don't really, if you made me choose to identify as right or left, I, I think, you know, I, I was actually raised on the right. But I think at this point in my life, I would more identify with uh, left if you made me choose between one or the other. Yeah, it is, especially as far as like, and I, I get that for a lot of people, especially as far as like social norms go. I think a lot of libertarians, if they really broke down their social views, they, they would consider themselves left. And, and we had some great, uh, you know, left libertarian thinkers that helped start the party, like, uh, you know, Carl Hess and, and such. So. You know, I'm 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 not really opposed to it. I'm oh, Hess is like my favorite. Oh, good. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and even uh, who tried to take people away from our party, like uh, like Sec Three, and you know, but um, I think uh, I think that there's a real place for them, uh, as long as they're not preaching an authoritarian type of leftism. Oh, well, yeah, no doubt, man. Because like that's why I don't even like to identify as either. Because it's like. You know, the whole paradigm's bullshit. It, yeah. it, it's authoritarian and libertarian, as, exactly. as far as I'm thinking, you know. So, you know, you're either one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Some of us, you know, some of us have the economic views that are, like, I, you know, I like the Austrian thought or Austrian school of economics. Mm -hmm. I think I think that that is a right-wing style of economics, uh, you know, the, the, the preaching this. Um, no, it know, seems like a lot of people that are into it, like, I definitely identify as right. Yeah, well, and there's some that are just assholes that really don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> don't, then, don't forget those guys, Chase Rochelle. I don't know, because, I, I mean, like, like I, I know some, like, uh, normies on the right. You know, I know some, like, Trump supporters, you know. And it's, like, uh, some some things I, I just really I, I have a hard time seeing, like, eye to eye with them at all in anything nowadays. Um, you know, the, the, the things that I like about Donald Trump, like, I like that um, I live in a blue state and he's hated. So it's like finally everybody else hates the president, you know. <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. through like eight years of uh, fucking a Barack Obama, yeah. you know, and then it's like you know I hate the president too, you know. But at the same time, at the same time, it kind of pisses me or majorly pisses me off because it's like what the fuck? The other guy was doing just as bad shit, maybe even worse, you know. Because when you had Obama, you uh, I think the worst thing going on are the wars, right? right. And you know Obama escalated the wars from uh, you know the Bush started. Right. And, you know, brought us into newer places. It doesn't seem like Trump has done, like, quite as much. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still bad on it. You know, I still fucking, I don't like the president, you know. The, the president's an asshole, you know. Yeah, there's no doubt about uh, that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised, you know. Um, but Shocking. But, you know, I, I think I think what's really sad is it, it's what you say is in 2018 is worse than what you do. So, you know, Donald Trump can murder a million people. 
but oh no, he said potty words on uh, Twitter. 40, you know, so that's what we're going to be pissed about. You know, <laughs> forty chess, forty chess. Yeah, bro. like you know that that kind of annoys me. You know, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I still don't identify as right because I mean, I, I just I just know like people on the right that that uh, somehow you know, justify like uh, all the wars and shit that are going on yeah, overseas that we shouldn't be a part of. It's team sports, man. It's politics has become such a team sport now that people really don't give a shit what their their you know flavor of politicians do. They just want to piss off the other side. And so it's it's become it's become this team sport and you know that's where the libertarians come in and, and we can really shake things up is showing that there is another option. Whether we're winning or not, we're we're educating. We're we're gaining new libertarians every day. We're the only growing political party in the country right now. Yeah. So I mean, you if know? you're going to have a libertarian party, and you're not going to win ever, which is, that's what we're we're doing. <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, you Currently, you can yeah. you can at least deliver the message because, huh? dude, there's a lot to be said for the fucking message. Like in 2008 and in 2012, Ron Paul delivered a clear message, right? right? And then, uh, you know, if uh, who else is doing that? You know, we need to step up and do it. So, yeah, and that's why, like, one of the, the reasons that I'm excited about, because, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm not I'm not the biggest Sarwark fan. You don't uh, say. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, you, you're you more about, like, the changes that I would want to see in the party, and, uh, you know, the Mises Caucus, it's, I think, that you guys are the coolest thing that the LP has going on for itself right now. I appreciate that. And, and, and Nikhail is a big part of that, too, you know, and, and if, you, if anybody's been following the LNC business list or or uh, any resolutions that have been try tried to get passed. You know, Stephen here, he wrote up a really awesome uh, Thank you. stance on private property as a resolution for us to reaffirm those stances. And it was voted down, unfortunately. But but Stephen could, I mean, he could tell yeah, you a was, lot about that. We I was pretty disappointed to see it voted down. Um, you know, I thought it would pretty much pass easy like that. Um, it's, it seemed pretty logical, you know, what we stand for, what we stand upon, what we stand behind as a party. Um, and to stand up to these, this this faction of the, I don't even consider them a, I don't really consider them a faction of the Libertarian Party. They're a faction of, you know, what I consider an outsider sect coming into the Libertarian Party. Um, basically, here because we have power, we have ballot access, we have a foundation to stand upon, and they weren't a part of that. They wouldn't be here if we had no power. They're they're here because you know we have power and we can give them a platform. I mean, Matt Coonel, yeah, Matt yeah. Coonel even said that today. You know, uh, Fakertarians had a post about it where he was just like, "Yeah, we were trying to infiltrate the party. Like that's what we're trying to do." And but if, to be fair, aren't the Mises guys trying to infiltrate the party? No, no, the Mises guys. <laughs> and Ron Paul, Ron Paul said this actually in a, a video address Hilarious. at the national convention. We are the libertarian wing of the Libertarian Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I was pretty like pumped when he said that. You yeah, know, that, that's fucking there's cool. There's no, yeah. there's no. That was like some Star Wars shit, dude. Yeah, there's no know. infiltration there. We are the Libertarian wing of the Libertarian Party. We are uh, everything that the party was focused on when it was built, when it was founded, and we are going to uh, come hell or high water, bring the party back to those principles. Yeah, I mean that was that's fucking badass, you know. And then uh, the fact that like Michael Heiss was able to get Ron Paul to come out and speak. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't care what you think about Michael Heiss. Anybody. Anybody that's watching this, I don't care what you feel about Michael Heiss. Michael Heiss is one of the hardest working activists I know, out there right now. Yeah. Hands down, that man is going to great lengths to do everything he can to spread libertarianism to the entire country through, whether it be through crypto, whether it be through Austrian economics, whether it be through the Libertarian Party. He's working on... Um, He's working on legislation to legalize mushrooms in Pennsylvania. <laughs> the guy is a monster. He's an absolute animal. And, and people, you know, sometimes he might rub you the wrong way, but he is one hell of an activist. Yeah, he, he's what motivated, you know, you you and I you know, attribute this to Michael. Like, that's what motivated me to join the party. Because I saw there was actually, like, a faction of people who actually had their shit together who weren't stripping naked on stage <laughs> trying to fucking bring back the party to where it belongs. And I feel like Sarwark, he does his best to just put a stop to that and it drive it drove me nuts and he was one of the reasons the whole thing with tom woods came out of nowhere and just the stuff he'd say in general about about any type of ron paul supporters so, so <laughs> I, like coming at it coming from that angle like this is what inspired me to join the party and try to get involved and i'm hoping i could be there in austin uh in 2020 and we vote on some things and be a part of it yeah i can't i can't emphasize how important it is for 
libertarians to show up to the Libertarian National Convention in in Austin in 2020. And, uh, you know, not only are there people diligently working to um, reaffirm things like mm-hmm. like private property rights like Stephen Nicola or, or this great activism like the Mises Caucus, we also are going to be picking our nominee for the 2020 presidential yes. election. And also Texas has open carry laws. So. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. If you want to come and, you know. I don't know about Austin, well, though. Austin, is, you know, funny thing about, about Texas, Austin is like one of the most liberal. It, it is yeah, the liberal like city liberal oasis so. out there in Texas. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird, man. Literally, they say keep Austin weird. Is that, that, that is not like one yeah, of those that's Portland, though. Portland is like the, Portland. Okay, Portland yeah. That's Portland's like tagline. I just spent seven years in Portland, man. And <laughs> trust me, they mean that. So, so where are you living right now? Uh, I currently move back to the Bay Area. I'm running for mayor of a small city there called Antioch, California, and um, well, small for for California, about 120,000 people. So, um, and yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm cool. Oh, you do want some more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay, t- tell everybody what we're drinking here. This is uh, Jack Daniels uh, Tennessee Fire. It's a cinnamon whiskey. Nice, Tennessee Fire. Nice candy whiskey. I like to call it. Better than Fireball. Much better. That's than an official yeah, LNC fire... position, by the way. Yeah, that's an official. I think that's a resolution. Official yes. Libertarian Party We've position that. is that mm-hmm. Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire is much better than um, than Fireball, but <laughs> Send Fire smokes them all. But you guys can't get it anywhere except for Portland, I think. Mm. Uh, that's pretty fucking good. Like, I definitely enjoy that. It's smoother. Yeah. It doesn't have the uh, that thick sugary yeah. Fireball. Taste. I can't drink Fireball. Anymore. It's more like I'm, a whiskey with cinnamon as opposed to a cinnamon with whiskey. You know what I mean? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> no, it's definitely some good excuse, shit. Though. Excuse me, Matt. Do you have a Do you have a flip phone? I do. Yep. That is really. just the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Let me see. I didn't even know they made these anymore. Look at this thing. I don't, man. He's known for the flip phone. That's so cool. <laughs> you're just like whatever, man. You're all into technology. You're putting on podcasts, and you're like, but I got a flip phone, though. No, I'm not into technology, dude. I was just playing Nintendo when you got here, dude. Are, are you trying to, wait, to stay away from, like, social media addiction? Is that it? Trying to wait, stay away from, like, Facebook and Instagram? With yeah, the flip I mean, phone? It's, it's, I'm on the computer enough to do, like, punk rock libertarians and shit, so I look at it like I don't want a computer in my pocket, so I'm on it, like, all fucking day long. And, like, jerk That's probably healthy. Stuff, like, what was that? And, like, jerk it to porn and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, but, with, yeah, but with a flip phone, you can't take the porn on the go. You know what I mean? Well, like, so like any, you can't just take care of it whenever you need to. You know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're just gonna go. have to get it in person, man. I'm sorry, you put the work in. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I do, man. <laughs> yeah, Matt's spitting out babies left and right. Right? We talked about that one. Actually. Yeah, shooting the jizz everywhere, dude. Well, watch out, Joshua. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, fuck. Whoa! Man. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is fucking, uh, so tell us about, tell us about the, the bill that you wrote or you were trying to change like the party's platform. Yeah. So, you know, um, during LNC convention, uh, I was sitting in the Florida delegation, obviously I'm from Key West. Um, right behind us was the Pennsylvania delegation where they had a lot of the anarcho-communists sitting back there. You know, a lot Ugh. of people, you know, and, and you're like, what's up? And calm flag, man. I was like, we drinking like four loco with it. No, I was drinking, wh- <laughs> no, I was drinking whiskey with the Florida people, actually, which probably wasn't a good idea because every time a communist would go up on stage, I would start screaming at them. And so they had to calm me down with more whiskey. I don't think it worked out. Had Brian Ramsey been out. there, it could have got real. Oh, yeah, yeah. If Ryan was there, it'd been a big problem. <laughs> yeah. So, so what actually happened, you know, um, you know, afterwards, um, you know, actually, I shook hands with, with Matt Kunal, um, you know, I got his number. Did yeah, you he's, watch he's your hands? Yeah, yeah. So, so we talked on the phone uh, on one occasion, and you know, he's a very nice guy, and uh, you know, I respect him for that. But, but I have to say, the whole anarcho-communist sect and the Libertarian Party, from what I've experienced, what I've seen, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, there are people coming into the party that don't want to play ball with. The anarcho-capitalists, the, the, the minarchists, the, the classical liberals, they just they want to kind of take over for themselves. Um, you know, I don't know. I, to me, it just it seems like they're, they're kind of breaking down right now. And so that's so, what the private property thing you wrote was for? So, so what it was is, you know, we're a libertarian party. We've always been based on capitalism. We've always been based on certain ideas. Yeah. The, the, the resolution that I wrote was basically just to reaffirm what we already knew. Oh, oh sorry. Basically to reaffirm what we already we already thought about libertarianism, what we already thought about the party, where we're bringing the far- party forward, you know, where our roots are, where our foundation is, um, to reaffirm what we believe in. So so I presented the uh, resolution to the committee, and, you know, I was pretty disappointed to see that it wasn't adopted unanimously or wasn't adopted at all. 
why why were some of the reasons that were given why people weren't voting for it? Because I I believe someone who was with the who was like I guess I'm, I'm trying to remember who it was. I was like really shocked that didn't vote for it. Show us on the doll where you hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know it, it, it's. You know, it's it's uh, you know, some people said that it was a contentious resolution and blah blah blah. But what's what's so damn contentious about private property rights? You know, we're in a liberta- libertarian party. You know, we're supposed to be capitalists. We're supposed to be free marketeers. Um, I want to stop you there though, because yeah. I mean, because it's my show. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> property rights, bitch. That's what I'm talking about. No, now I'm just fucking around. Yeah. So uh, no, but okay, so capitalists. I sure. mean, wasn't isn't that a word that was like started by like fucking Marx or somebody? It might have been. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm culturally I've culturally appropriated. Yeah, it was um <laughs> culturally appropriated. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's a spook actually. Like, yeah, it's like spook. maybe it's a bad term instead of like right, an- anarcho capitalist, right, right. maybe like market anarchist, you know? It, it's like, you know, capitalist maybe it's not the best uh word to it's to definitely, brand as. You know, it's definitely a um it's definitely a loaded term, right? But um, but you know, as I say, I'm I'm in business, and uh, you know, we always say, you know, uh, you know, profit's not a dirty word, you know. Well, yeah, I don't think capitalism's a dirty. I word I mean, you want to speak to your audience if you're sure, t- if you're talking sure, to a room sure. full of uh, Republicans. Yeah, maybe you want to say that. Sure. You know? Yeah. You know, well, what I do appreciate is, you know, it, it does depend on your audience, right? Like, you know, one thing I I, I appreciated from the Larry Sharp campaign is when when he addresses people in New York, he he didn't use the word capitalism, he didn't use the word free market, he used the word open market consumer driven yeah, consumer well, driven yeah. right because everybody because everybody knows what you're talking yeah. you know you know capitalism means right you know it's like some people capitalism means something else yeah crony capitalism crony capitalism you know, that's what i think it means right yeah. right you know it's all semantics to get down to a certain point so you know it, it's a big deal to connect to your audience and try to you know kind of kind of get in the same same wavelength as them when it comes to terminology i think i think right? the 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 part of that that is the most important is that we talk about free trade, right? And and free trading between two consenting adults should look however those two consenting adults want it to look. If they want to have a compound where they have several people who trade amongst themselves and work together to have some sort of society, what, that's like a, like a branch Davidian. Yeah, fine. Why not? <laughs> why not? As long as it's a, as long as it's a voluntary well, I mean, thing. You what know? if David Crash was boning the kids, dude? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I also <laughs> went with Delta Force storming through and like burning everyone alive. Yeah, right. Shit. Look, here's the thing, man. If you're boning the kids, you probably, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, if you're boning the kids, you're violating a child's nap, and I'm not cool with it. That's just how I roll. Uh, I know that some weird ass and caps don't agree with me. Uh, you're weird. Maybe you need to get help. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're all kind of a little weird, but we're not that weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a statist at all, but I think that uh, you know, parents should probably look out for their children. It's probably a pretty important thing to do. So. <laughs> yeah, right. you, you probably you took know. that liability along somewhere along the line. You know, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, it's it, don't let don't let your kids fuck adults. It's not cool. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. Real, real quick though, I, I want to plug some shit. I want to waste your time for a second. <laughs> what are we? Like, Ten minutes in, he's already plugging shit. No, we're like fucking twenty three minutes. Shit. In Joshua, yeah, what the fuck? Dude? Time's flying. All right, we've been okay. drinking. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, dude, this is this is so much fun, man. This is like so cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, so yeah, this is our episode 190, and then uh, this episode, I think I'm gonna share this on the Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon. So, if you go to Patreon.com/forward/slash/PunkRockLibertarians, I will have this episode up for free download. I'll make this post public, so if you want to check it out on there, download it. You know, feel free uh, go over there. But doesn't like the term capitalism. Go figure. <laughs> no, but, no, I'm, I'm saying, dude, I just said I'm going to make this free. Okay, well, free on Patreon. Yeah, but if you want to join our Patreon, we do like uh, we do uh, special content for the Patreon every week on our after hours program. So if you want to throw us a minimum of a dollar a month to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement. Uh, that's much appreciated, and you will gain access to our Patreon post. And I, I can tell you from firsthand experience, this episode will be public. This is beautiful. Anarchy Basement is awesome. <laughs> Thank I'm you, man. So Thank happy you, to dude. be here, <laughs> and and like it's so much cooler in person than I ever thought it was on the podcast. And you should definitely help keep the lights on. Awesome, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, because people don't see like we actually have some lighting down here that was kind of expensive, and we have, <laughs> we have like a high def camera that's it's like it's it's. It, I, see, I'm not big on the technical shit, but our camera is stronger than Facebook will let, give us video for, you know? Yeah. 
It's like uh, we're constantly meeting new That looks really good on the screen over here. Yeah. It look, we look way cooler here than you're mm-hmm. seeing us. Yeah, but at the same time, I could, I could use a <laughs> I new <laughs> I could use a new computer because I'm running on like a 2008 uh, <laughs> fucking uh, yeah. MacBook Pro. The man needs a new MacBook. Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. doubt so, about so, it. Get exactly. on his Patreon. You know. Yeah, Give some exactly. money right now so we can go into 4K here. So yeah, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> right. fucking... We're uh, trying to get into the 21st century. Yeah, there's fucking bills to d- do the fucking podcast. Seriously, sign up for this guy's Patreon. Electricity's not if cheap. You don't, if right. you're not signed up for the PRL Patreon, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Buy a or Jack Daniels fire. Except sign up Support for Think Liberty first, but then sign up for PRL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. Also, if fair anybody enough. out there is watching... Go to LP.org and sign up to become a member of the party and help us pick the direction of the party over the next two years. And I get to keep the shirt if you do that, which is kind of cool. Two people. I just need two people to sign up tonight. LP.org backslash membership. You can totally do it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome. You get more people to join the fucking party. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, okay, I'm actually a registered Republican right now. How dare you? So we're going to get you to join Whoa. the party then. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, We're going in the direction you want, Matt. No, I mean, like, I've definitely thought about it, and, uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of more tempted now, of, of course, you know? But uh, at the same time, it's like, I guess I'm kind of lazy about it. I, I don't feel like the voting really matters that much. Because, right. you know, like, no matter who I vote for, my vote doesn't even matter. There's so many libertarians that feel that way. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if they all decided to vote libertarian? Yeah, what would we get, like 1.5? No, I mean, no, I mean Gary Johnson, what Gary Johnson cleared uh, 18% out there in New Mexico? I'm, it was something high. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a high. You know, in Florida, Gary Johnson beat the spread, so now the Republicans and Democrats are scared of us because right. we can swing an election. At the end of the day... It makes a difference. At the end of the day, and, it's not just about winning elections. It's about scaring the two old parties into doing what they campaign on. And you also have to I understand that, that if that. we get into the debates, you know, it's a whole new yeah, level. Dude, that's it's a whole new level. Debates. You know, I, I've heard this before, though. You have. Yeah. But, the, you know, well, <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a rigged. It's, it is a rigged game. It yeah, is a rigged yeah. game. You know, we're, we're an uphill battle. No, but, but I mean, I'm all about like uh, the message that you guys are delivering, you know, and uh, I like the way the party's going in that aspect. So that does make me want to join. So you, you know, want to help us keep the lights on, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking about joining. Twenty five bucks a year, man. I'm that's it. About joining. That's all it. It's all it costs. I'm thinking about joining. It, it's like helps I don't us know. keep the lights on. Yeah, money's kind of tight right now, though. Our honestly. national headquarters yeah, is like so it's forty like, minutes from here. Yeah, man. Um, I've actually had uh, Arvin on the podcast. Nice, like, nice. like who I love. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with like ninety five percent of what Arvin says, just not how he says it. Yeah, dude, most of the time. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I love Arvin. Right. I, I agree with. A lot of what he says. It's just not how he says it. This yeah. is how he says it sometimes. It's like, uh, Arvin, Preach. man, if you just could just uh, <laughs> That's say not that. Though, man. That's There's not social Arvin. media, Arvin, right? There's yeah. a difference. There's a difference. There is a difference. People don't get that. <laughs> right? But yeah, but There's, like here in Maryland, we lost uh, ballot access for Libertarian Party, did, and it was really disappointing. Um, uh, the guy, Sean Quinn, was running for governor, didn't get the 1% that he needed, got like 06 so it's kind of now an uphill battle. We got to get like ten thousand signatures to get on ballot again. So it it shouldn't be too difficult, but it's just like another step like in the process. I mean, I feel like in twenty eighteen midterm elections, whatever, really set the party back. And so you know, I, I join. I join. I knew. I mean, I I didn't think we could win, but I was just hoping at least keep ballot access. So I know a lot of libertarians are really feeling down now, but I guess now's the time to like keep going and not give up. You know what a lot of libertarians need to understand too is that you know while we we might not win every election we are changing hearts and minds right you know you have you have to have faith because faith turns into belief belief turns into action action turns into results so all right, calm you down know. Yoda all right <laughs> <laughs> it's important results you will results right you know we win elections right like in Florida and the LPF you know we have the most elected libertarians out of any state affiliate in the entire country so you know we've had to have a plan we had to have a a ground game we had to have you know everything leading up to that you know but we have that now in florida and uh you know in other states like uh like georgia you know we're struggling with ballot access things like that yeah, and well, we're turning those well, laws dude, in, in maryland we're about to lose kyle wagner dude kyle wagner's <laughs> kyle wagner after losing you don't know who kyle wagner is dude He's got like fucking five Facebook pages, dude. Kyle Wagner is probably have status. Facebook. He's got a, like a Facebook empire. Giant status, dude. <laughs> he's got like a Facebook empire, and he's just like he's been. <laughs> he runs a fringe political group, bro. 
Yeah, he runs Kylosphere and <laughs> Kylo- he doesn't run Skylosphere. <laughs> no, he doesn't I, run that I know. I, that's my joke. Dude. Oh, oh, oh. he totally <laughs> runs Kylosphere. Sorry, Chris Coffer. I love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, Chris loves it when I do that shit too, dude. Like, <laughs> like uh, every time Kyle's on the podcast, I'm just like, Kyle, what's going on in Kylosphere? He's like, uh, I don't run that page, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> okay, here's something. Oh really? Oh, oh Kyle. really? You know, it's uh, yeah, but uh. I don't know. I mean, dude, I love Kyle Wagner. Everyone's you know? favorite statist. No, but I mean, dude, Uh-oh. dude, like, there's like extreme statist right here, right? And then there's like, uh, there's like mild statist right here, and then there's like some minarchist right here, and then there's anarchist right here. Kyle Wagner's right here. Okay, right now we're right here. So if we're on the fucking freedom train, right? Kyle Wagner's with us until right here, he and we can we can we can have train. a lot of discussions right there, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think as far as a, a podcast goes, too, I think it's great to have, like, differing opinion. Right. That way it's not, like, a, a constant fucking, like, circle jerk, you know, like, right. you know. As much as we would <laughs> all love it to be just a constant circle jerk. Yeah. I'm not a huge you don't fan. You agree with me on everything? Not Fuck a huge you. fan of circle jerking, to be honest with you. I liked the band. They were good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They're a good band. Uh, yeah, fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, dude, like fucking group sex, man. That is like, <laughs> that's the fucking record, dude. Yep. Are you so ta- you, fucking are, good. Are, are, oh, we're talking about music. Okay, still. So okay. I'm just making okay. sure. Just, just, just making sure, dude. Just making sure, bro. I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Circle Jerk's first record, dude. It's fucking. That's fucking the shit, dude. I'm aware. The Caleb might not be. He's he wasn't alive when that album came out. No, probably not. No. I, I think that was the year I was born. Is like yeah. fucking 1980. But uh, it, it's. Like, I wasn't born. Holy I, shit. Yeah, I think it's like uh, I think it's like twelve songs in fourteen minutes or something. Nice. It's uh, and then it's like uh, it's so short that by the time it's done, I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to that again. One more time. <laughs> one more time. It's uh, yeah. So that definitely great fucking. Album. What's your favorite punk band right now? Um, I, well, my right now. Okay. Um. Recently, uh, recently, uh, what I've been listening to the most is uh. Probably my all-time favorite band, Jay Church. I actually had them on upstairs on the record player nice. when we were eating sausages. Yeah. We had a sausage party. We did actually have <laughs> a sausage party. Yeah, it was like a sausage And the sausage right. party continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really so, into Pears right now. You listen to Pears at all? Um, Actually, they they just stopped by Baltimore recently. Yeah. I've heard some of their stuff. Uh, some of my friends uh, love them. and I think they're cool. I, I get to pick up uh, so some of their different. records. Yeah. I like them a lot, man, because they have that like catchy thing, but with like rough vocals. Yeah, and it's crazy. also like fast and fast, uh, slow, fast, slow, fast. They're all over the place, man. It, every it's, single it's punk fast, rock band it, you've hard. ever heard has some kind of influence in their music. It's insane. They're so cool. You should definitely check them out. Yeah, I mean, like I, I've heard their shit. I think it's fucking awesome. I just haven't picked up any records yet. Green Star, man, it's good. It's good. It's good yeah, album. Green Star. Um, yeah, the song Green Star, I believe, has like a music video right. on uh, but YouTube. The, the yeah, album fucking... is just from front to back. It is amazing. Okay, yeah, that'll be the one that I start with. It's a good, it's good, it's a good starter album. How yeah. about how about you over there, Phil? Me currently, like I'm not like I said, like I I came in this from punk. Like I, I I was just listening to punk today. I was listening to uh, Bouncing Souls uh, Anti Flag Split from 2002. Dude, that's so old school. Yeah, yeah, I was I was listening Cash. to that today. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fucking awesome. Sorry, sorry. It don't, just, it we don't mean to offend anyone. It kind of got me. Yeah, no, Matt loves. I'm gonna tell Mike Shipley, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> <Look hiding. laughs> dude, Mike Shipley, dude. Okay, so question. Okay, so this is like w- w- when uh, we talk about this on the podcast. We talk about like everything that's fucking going on on the podcast, and it's like, okay, so what do you say to the people that say don't debate in Mike Shipley? You're, you're like giving him like a louder voice. I've literally debated Mike Shipley. Yeah. You have, you have. <laughs> yeah, that's person, why. That's right? why I asked you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, here's the thing. I think it's important to have those those debates. You know when. When, when Shipley and I debated, and, and look, even in our own party, there's still team sports, right? And there's always going to be people who say that Shipley won that debate, but the, the large majority of people understood that I was asking questions that couldn't be answered. He was running around in circles around the questions that I asked, and we never got a straight answer about a lot of those questions. And they were very simple yes or no questions. <laughs> Do you support stealing people's property? Is it okay for people to own their own homes? Can they have more than one home? These are easy questions for somebody who believes in anti-authoritarianism. You don't tell people what they can own. You know what I mean? And so, so yeah, I think you know, I think these are important discussions to have, especially within our our own party, because we need people to understand where some people's heads are at. And I, I think that a lot of the times they don't. I don't want to know where his head is at. <laughs> 
Jesus, dude. <laughs> that was I wasn't even a gay. That was a mental. That was a mental. Objectively homophobic. Yeah, that is objectively. Or ableist. One of the two. Able, yeah, Able. probably both. <laughs> no, so here it's All that's the a goddamn bigot. Yeah, you damn bigot. <laughs> I just I think that it's really important I, that we have those discussions because there's a large a part of this party that is new to the ideology and the party, and they need to understand that like. Not everyone in the party represents the actual, like, ideology that the party was founded on. And so, who do you, who, you know, who do you side with when it comes to that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, isn't it true that, like, the people that first coined the, the term libertarian were, like, more, like... Sure, socialists. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you socialists. know what? Yeah, we don't live in, uh, we don't live in the, you know, the 1500, 1600 Spain <laughs> I mean, we live in, is, uh, uh, you know, 2018 in the United States and libertarian has so you, its own so meaning you're here. you're saying you've culture, culturally appropriated... Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just like they stole the term liberal from exactly. us. No, I mean, exactly. No, you know, I mean, I think, yeah, I think culture appropriation's bullshit, you know? It's spook. And it's like, you know, you got to culture appropriate all the best stuff. Like when I think of what like liberal like like should mean, I think of it should be like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You know, you're fucking liberal. You, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, do whatever you want. You know, that's what liberal Absolutely. should mean. And I guess that's why I identify as left, because it's like, you know, classically there was this, uh, you know, this this leftist like you were like against the king, you know. Right. And the right was for like preserving the king, but it's somewhere along the line the left tried to grab the reins of the government too, right. and it's like yeah they became statist. Oh totally, but, yeah totally. Especially when we look at our own two party system. I mean, Republicans and the Democrats are two sides of the same coin at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. There isn't much they're, difference. They're both statist at this point. It's, I mean, it's too. F- I feel we, like it's yeah, it's, like a it's, show. We got a Republican. Yeah. Uh, we got a Republican president right now that is considered extremely far right. That is trying to ban bump stocks. Leave them on the front porch, order. folks. You know what <laughs> I mean. No one will get hurt. It just blows my mind, dude. And the, yeah. and then and then the supporters are just like, oh no, it's just forty chest. No and, big deal. And I've interviewed um, several Trump supporters back during the rallies in Miami and whatnot, and and also the opposing side as well. And you know, I found that from interviewing the Trump supporters, what I found that is a lot of them put a lot of blind blind trust in Trump. You know, ah, you know, Trump, you know, free market capitalism, you know, we don't need that. That's the free market, you know, Trump treats a businessman, he knows what he's doing, right? right? You know, and they put his faith in the in the, in the tariffs and all these things that have been debunked for 200 years from Adam Smith back in the Wealth of right. Nations, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so why are we why are we having the same conversation now, right? Like, like GM is, is suddenly, you know, getting rid of, what, 13,000 jobs, they're, they're closing a plant like in, in Ohio or Maryland, and and, and 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 you know, and, and a large part of that is due to the Trump tariffs. It's due to tariffs on steel and aluminum. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different factors on that. And and we're, as taxpayers, we're expected to foot the bill for companies like this. Um, we've we've had a net negative. We haven't GM hasn't paid back the bill in full. We've lost money as taxpayers. Yeah. Um. So what's the point? You know, I mean, Ford's a good company, right? They could have bought out Chrysler. They could have bought out. You know, GM, Toyota could have came in and bought out some some stock of some of these companies. I'd rather see them in charge. I don't I don't want to see failing companies, you know, still around because they haven't learned their lesson. They still put out a shitty product, um, and uh, and and the taxpayers are expected to support them. Um, you know, th- w- what's going on right now in the Trump administration with with tariffs and everything else is just it's ridiculous, man. It's now 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 we're supporting the uh, the soybean. Uh, agricultural industry with with uh with subsidies because you know trump uh raised soy tariffs so now we have to support them because they're losing money because no one's importing or exporting soybeans and what will we do without our our entire generation of soy boys what are we gonna do without it right i mean <laughs> come on dude soy's in everything man shit yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous, man. It, it's just ridiculous. And and the Trump supporters, they don't seem to realize that. They, they're they on Team Trump or whatever. They're on their team. They're on their fucking team. Yeah, it was right? pretty cool, though, when he made the rule, like, if you want to make a new regulation, you have to get rid of, like, two other regulations or yeah, something. right. Yeah, or wasn't there was some... you have to get rid of one regulation? I think they're if every one regulation, you have to get rid of two regulations. Of, I mean, that was pretty funny. That was yeah. pretty funny. There's some stuff that's real. nice. Hey, Vinny says, allegedly, you're, Vinny but... says you're too loud, man. Good. He says that your mic's too loud. Tell him, tell him, welcome to my entire life of being his friend for thirty years. That's he, he's too loud in person. <laughs> so maybe I should turn Joshua's mic down. I'm That's just trying to, I'm just trying to make him heard. Cut him off. It's a bit hot. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, he, he has a he has a loud voice, dude. He, he he's good <laughs> when he speaks into the mic. It's a good voice. Yeah, it's it, the number one voice of Think Liberty. It is. It's a hot <laughs> voice, dude. Like uh, fucking Phil Dassing over there, creaming his pants. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking call, call right over there, dude. Jeez, dude, I already did it on the car ride up, man. <laughs> We're good. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> Just a solid chubby right now. That's what happens when you come on the when you come on the damn punk rock libertarian podcast. You yeah. gotta deal with this circle jerk and shit. Yeah. Sausage fest. Yep. Yeah, dude. They were good. Yep. They were jalapeno cheddar sausages though, so they were pretty good. Yeah, but they were out of Johnsonville. Which is those also, are the best. New Mexico. Or, now now we're adding Johnson <laughs> to the sausage fest. Gary Johnsonville. <laughs> now yeah, they were out of Johnsonville, so I had to get a, like another brand called Emmerich or something. So, I mean, if they were, like, right next to where the Johnsonville would be if they were there, I had to get jalapeno and cheddar. Yeah, I know. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like, I'm not going to settle for another Johnsonville, you know? <laughs> like, you know. But uh, at any rate, how were they? How were they? They were delicious. Okay, cool, cool. cool. I smacked two of them down real quick. I, I had my ah. no bun. <laughs> so, so, do, so how do they compare yeah. to Johnsonville? Have you had Johnsonville or not? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Johnsonville's nationwide, but uh, I think, I'd say they're better. Definitely better. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll have to get those again then. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Good to know. Yeah. Michaela, how you doing over there, buddy? Doing good, man. Yeah, Just checking out on this whiskey. I don't yeah. think Michaela's ever been on a on a live podcast. No, it's my there. first podcast. Well, well, well dude, fucking podcast. thanks Broke for coming chair. on, dude. Yeah, yeah, thanks for pleasure. coming on, dude. <laughs> yeah, we busted your podcast chair. Yeah, dude. you did. I'm, I'm no did. longer a podcast version. We busted your chair at the Sausage Fest. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah, man. I'm not used to this. I'm not. This is new to me, man. I don't know. No, this has been fun. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What so, what did I got there? Oh, just Nick. Oh, is it just Nick? Yeah. Just Nick team. Yeah, but over here I got sativa. Sativa, if if you want. Oh, you guys want to watch me that freak out? Yeah, And this is just swag. If you want to hit that. Just swag, swag, like like swaggity swag, like cheap weed that's not super strong. It's just like fucking. I, I dig it. It's cool. Yeah. All right, here goes the politician, Joe. <laughs> Dude, just don't awesome, inhale, man. man. Just don't inhale. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, can I get a dragon it? Yeah, of course. Not that that the nicotine. So um, yeah, man, that's fucking cool. Cause like uh, yeah, that's that's cool. You're the first like. <coughs> I think you're the first like politician that's that smoked on the podcast. It's fucking awesome. Dude. <laughs> and Gary Johnson was like, on the podcast. Yeah, Gary Johnson oh, was really? up yeah. in my fucking living room. Okay, so Gary Johnson came on. This was during the last campaign, it was 2016, and uh, like because uh, I'm buddies with Tom Mahan right. or Tom Man. Tom Man. We were just Man. hanging out. We were just hanging out with Tom Man tonight, actually. He's here. Oh my goodness, he's in dude! Town. You should have fucking brought him on here because we had an extra I think he, spot. I think he told me to. He's like, he's like, ask Matt about me. Matt loves me. I I do love him, dude. And he said like, fuck you, motherfucker, so many times. Oh, to, yeah, me. to me too. Same. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like fucking. Because like, anytime the Gary Johnson campaign would do some fucked up shit, I'd be like, Tom, what the fuck, dude? You know? And he'd be like, fucking block me and shit. And then, <laughs> like, Tom's such a dick. I love Tom though too. Yeah, giant dude, dick. I've known Tom <laughs> since I first uh, started doing Puck Rock Libertarians. So that was like 2009, 2010. Yeah. And uh, like I used to spam the Libertarian Party's Facebook page. And then Tom, man, used to spam the page as well. <laughs> so, you know, we just started like conversing on each other's posts and shit. And, uh, you know, th that's just where it all started. And then. Uh, it's during the 2016 campaign. Tom hit me up. He's like, set up something for Gary Johnson in fucking Maryland. So, Sounds about right. And, and then, he probably said it just like that, too. Set up something for fucking the Gary Johnson campaign in Maryland. And you're like, all right, Tom. Jesus. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, I was like, okay, let me talk to some people. And I talked to my buddy, um, Chad, who's uh, down with the cause. And uh, at the time, he was a chef of a place called Alewife in Baltimore. So I set up a thing for Gary Johnson in the upstairs of Alewife, which is like this fucking this rad restaurant downtown. My buddy Chad's the chef and wrote the whole menu. And uh, yeah, so we're like upstairs there. And then uh, there's probably, I would think around like 60 to 80 people. To, uh, maybe, yeah, actually I think it was over 80. Wow. Um, came to see uh, Gary Johnson in Baltimore, you know? And uh that, that was really cool to put that on. But I was thinking, okay, because I'm doing this fucking podcast and shit. I was thinking, man, um, if I'm going to set this event for Gary Johnson, 
motherfucking can come on my podcast, right? <laughs> Hell yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, Tom, yeah, fucking, and he helped me like write up a fucking proposal to send to Gary's fucking pimp, and then <laughs> so you mean Ron Nelson? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, actually, I think it was another dude. But, yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, he, he's in there. He's in there. So, uh, at any rate, I s- sent it over, and I was like, uh, yeah, our 118,000 um, fans would love to hear this, you know. So, you know, throwing out the numbers, just fucking, you know, dick pic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, at, at any rate. Matt is obsessed with dicks. At any rate, so so at that time, like we had a large page, and I was like, "Yeah, I threw it out there," and they were like, "Yeah, we'll do the fucking podcast." So <laughs> they, uh, you know, Gary Johnson came over, and before he came over, like I was totally like just like smoking all sorts of weed in the living room and <laughs> getting all blazed. So I mean, it was totally like it was like ah, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> but uh, he was even he was even over, and he was like uh. I probably shouldn't smoke because uh, I've got to speak in a little bit. But <laughs> that doesn't sound like Gary Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, dude, that's what he fucking said on my front porch, man. Well, while I was smoking a cigarette, well, yeah, that was like. Uh, have you yeah. ever seen his endorsement of Larry Sharp for? Oh, you know, it was no. fucking it's, weird. What was it? What was it? He's like, this is Larry Sharp, and <laughs> I endorse him for governor. <laughs> <laughs> we made a meme Ga- of him and Gary Johnson uh, from South Park. High from the top of Mount Everest. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's yeah, so that's beautiful. And then at that time, we hadn't started doing video with the podcast. We didn't have Anarchy Basement yet. It was just it was just basement. It was just you regular know? basement. Yeah, it was regular basement. And uh, so yeah, we uh, we had like fucking microphone stands on the fucking floor upstairs. <laughs> Gary Johnson was sitting on the couch. He was comfortable. Oh, you know? yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just did like a 20-minute inter- interview or something. But uh, And then eventually we, we moved down here with video. And, uh, you know, that now we're here tonight. You know? at, punk, at, at Anarchy Basement. Yeah, making magic. Anarchy Punk Rock Basement. We're, we're making magic. What did you say, Joshua? This is absolute magical adventure. Do you like to go by Joshua or Josh? I mean, like, like, w- w- just don't call me like, late for dinner. Like, what's your preference, dude? Uh, Joshua, typically. What's your pre- What's your gender? Uh, I identify as a male. Cis male, dude. Cis dude, I saw something. Goddamn white male. Goddamn dude. white males. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I sit, I, goddamn I, white males. I, I cis. Listen, I am the white devil. Josh, jo- white Joshua, dude. I'm gonna stray fascist. from. I'm, I'm gonna stray from the fucking from the fucking uh, outline. Get out of here, outline. We, ha- we haven't even got to. Fuck <laughs> hey, out. I mentioned bump stocks in our president. <laughs> you I did. Mean, I tried to go. <laughs> you did. I was disapp- I was disappointed too because I'm I'm supposed to make the uh, the fucking. Uh, no, but I mean, podcaster meet podcaster. No, dude, I was just fucking around. I'm not that disappointed, dude. So it's I'm not disappointed at all, man. I'm just fucking with you. So, um, but do you guys own bump stocks? What the fuck was I gonna do say? Do you want a bump stock? Do you, do you guys own bump stocks? What were you gonna say? No, you wanted to take it. No, no, okay, actually, <laughs> dude, that was something I, I wanted to bring up a while ago yeah. when we were talking about bump stocks. Does anybody I own a belt own loop a bump stock? I own a belt loop. No, it's and and if, if you did, would you say it on Facebook? No, no, I, I lost. <laughs> I lost mine in a tragic boating accident. Yeah, same here. It's honestly, weird. honestly, like, yes. like, like, I think bump stocks are are pretty dumb. You know, I mean, I believe that you should be able to own them. I just think they're dumb for me. I don't want one. Yeah, you know, I think we should um, own tanks, grenades, rocket launchers. Yeah, I, I think you, you should be allowed ATVs, to own. Recreational nukes, right? Yeah, recreational nukes. F fourteens, right? Definitely, definitely, definitely automatic weapons. At least yeah. I would love. I would love to have an F-14 Tomcat. I would like that to have an AK-47. <laughs> like fully the, automatic. that would be the pinnacle of greatness for me to have an F-14 Tomcat, <laughs> and like have a friend that I can call Goose. Goose ride because it's a two two man craft. <laughs> Goose, what the fuck is that from? Like Top, missing uh, an action or something? Man. Uh, Goose. Goose. Top Gun. You. Quoting some like Tom Cruise shit up in this yeah, motherfucker, man. dude. Fire. Fucking Tom Playing Cruise. with the boys. Dude, I, I don't think I've ever seen Top Gun all the way through, dude. Man, that's un American. I, I think I've. Fuck America. <laughs> so, I mean. Oh, here we go. We got Mr. Taliban over here. Fuck yeah. America. Okay. No, all right. No, no, I mean. Stomp my flag, I'll stomp your ass. Hey, speaking of. <laughs> no, okay, okay. When I say fuck America, it's just like fuck the idea of like fucking like countries and shit. You know? Fire. Yeah, nationalism's pretty outdated. Playing with the yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, that's, that's that's what started the uh, the Yugoslavian civil wars. Nationalism. 
right? Yeah. That's what starts a lot of You know why nationalism, nationalism sucks? Silly. One of the coolest things, silly, I, man. One of the coolest things I ever idea? heard about nationalism came from Will Coley, who I respect greatly. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I like to smoke a lot of butt with him at work. I'm sure you do. Yeah, uh, I, I do, man. You Will, know. Will said to me, he said, you know why I don't like nationalism? Because nationalism ruins local culture. And he's absolutely right. Local culture is what makes America great. Well, I don't get about nationalism. It's, true. it's like, you know, if you're, why, yeah, why be proud it's, of it's something like fucking, that you didn't do? Yeah, it's like with fucking, why, like, why be uh, proud of something that, you know, yeah, yeah you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have a part in it. Oh, you know? oh we, yeah, dude. It, it's, it's like an it's inflated like, self-belief about what? Well, think about, to think back to the fucking, like, Civil War and shit, you know, like, they asked uh, Lee to be uh, fucking general of the North. Uh, Abraham Lincoln did. And uh, Robert E. Lee said, well... I'm a Virginian before I'm an American. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? It's local so, culture. Man. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's, uh, hell yeah, dude. On my on my tour uh, around the country to, to speak at, at state conventions, one of the greatest joys I had was trying the regional food everywhere I went. Because everyone's got a different regional yep. food. You mm -hmm. know, I was in Connecticut, I had a lobster roll. You know, I was in Texas, I tried barbecue. I was in Missouri, I tried barbecue again. <laughs> a whole you lot know, of art. Yeah. Uh, I was in I was in Florida and I had um, I, I think I had fish tacos or something. I don't know. But but the, 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 the fact of the matter is is that I got to try this great regional food everywhere I went and because we have these great local cultures and nationals forced nationalism right. ruins that. It destroys that. Yeah, well, yeah. Phil was telling me he was going to offer you a tube steak in Baltimore. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. well, well. I'm glad that he didn't. <laughs> It's, it's Jesus. a for delicacy, man. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it is, Phil. <laughs> Dick. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, nationalism makes about as much sense as me as, uh, you know, as, as, as uh, Socialism? Being, being proud of your race, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. like, okay, like, like I'm, a, I'm Egyptian, right? But I, yeah, don't, I, mean, I don't take credit for the pyramids. I didn't build that shit. But you are yeah. wearing, like, the... Uh, Apparently, Jews did. I don't know. A long yeah, time ago. Ankh and wrong. Exactly. Oh, the Ankh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got an Ankh, yeah. Well, well, okay, so it's unnecessary... Don't, don't try this at home. It's cultural like, appropriation, like, apparently. Okay, so, Watch Josh, out. dude, it, it's pride in something that you had nothing to do with, right? right? And they usually use it to get you to go along with things that are just, like, morally right. repulsive... You know, just because you're like local to this area, yeah. we can fuck these people. It's cool. Yeah, we're all like, together. Like I said, like I said the most important part of that is that it ruins, it ruins local culture. You know, it does. Absolutely. Who would want to miss out in Florida, man? Florida man. Florida man. Right. Like Florida the, man. the Florida, Florida man. man. You know, I mean, personally, you know, are that's, you that's aware? Are you familiar with the Florida man? Personally, like I think I think the worst. I like to think the there's worst, a little bit of Florida man in all of us. I would say the worst part about nationalism are are the wars. You know the, just, sure. the justified wars, you know, which are really just justified empire building. But how do you get support for those wars? Forced nationalism. You take away the local culture. You take away the free thinking of people, and and you you make them worship uh, a mission that you have deemed moral. Yeah, you you delete a bunch of Facebook pages that go against that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and the, we were talking about this earlier with uh, Obama and Trump. How, you know, maybe we're bombing more people now. Maybe we're bombing more people or less people now. And when when George Bush left office, we were bombing two countries: Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what Obama took us up to six seven. or seven. seven. Yeah, okay, cool. Seven. And I think we're we got all the way up to about eight or nine under Trump. Oh, okay. Now wow. he's pulling us out of some Yemen, and he told he you know he's telling Saudi Arabia that we're not gonna. You know, we're not going to help them with their shitty wars. Yeah, so it's like the war machine marches on. You know, you've, you've got, like, you've got two wings to the war party. Why would I want to identify with either of but them how do, as how far do as we, being right or left? How do we get support nationally to continue these wars? We get out on stage and we say, let's make America great again. Well, you know what, what nationalism does is it, it makes young men want to fight wars overseas for some greater purpose. Of course. Mm -hmm. But if we're really fighting for freedom, if we're really fighting for justice, we're fighting wars on our own turf. Yeah, you know, right? Exactly. We're, yeah. we're, we're fighting wars in the wars. suburbs. Defensive right? wars. Yeah, that's when they come over here. It's not when they're, you know, two thousand miles we're, over in Afghanistan. We're building Iraq. walls. Right? Yeah. 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 You gotta, <laughs> nah, just yeah, isolationism is not. It's it's not it's isolationism. It's it's protecting. You know, I think a part of it is protecting the petrodollar, um, protecting the U.S. economy, um, but 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 none of it is done for for national security, whatsoever. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a fidgeter. Oh no, no, it's totally cool. I am too, dude. 
I'm like always playing with my knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking. I'm sure you you noticed. <laughs> totally. Noticed. It's like yeah. Totally. Yeah, I fucking do that. <laughs> oh man. Man. Okay. So, yeah, we're like fucking 55 minutes in. Do you want to go through with the topics, or do you just want to like hang out and drink a little? Oh, you guys, you got any bump stocks around? No, no bump stocks, dude. Bro, sure. we're good. Dude, bump, bump, bump stocks, stocks four back and have some fun. Dude, nope. come on, dude, we can have a good time. Dude, yeah, bump stocks are gay, dude. <laughs> oh shit man. what he meant by that was <laughs> stupid and he didn't mean to use that word in a derogatory fashion i i, I, I for one denounce the punk rock libertarian podcast. <laughs> 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 that was ra- that was rather pussy of you steven uh, <laughs> oh god here we go sexist now joshua i've noticed has not denounced the punk rock libertarian <laughs> podcast <laughs> fascist yeah Totally. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, words can have multiple meanings, you know? It's <laughs> like, like seriously, dude, who's going to be the word Nazi? Oh, this word's supposed to mean this. Shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, I mean, when the, the way the left uses Nazi, they've totally invalidated that word. Yeah. Totally. They, they've they've yeah. actually taken it and they've basically trivialized the word. Yeah. You know? It almost doesn't mean anything. It's like... They take they take a lot of, of words and concepts and do that with them. They 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 keep feeling fascists, Nazis, yada yada yada, and it, it takes power away from the word where it should mean something. But they've they've just you know taken it and just. Well, I mean, really too. I think I think it gives more power to the words because mm. the more you say that, oh, you can't say this word. It's when somebody actually says it, everybody has a fucking conniption fit, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, he said the word, and it's like fucking, you know. Think, well, that becomes think superfluous. Back, think back to the seventies when you could say all sorts Good of word, shit bro. on television. I like that one. Yeah. Because like think back to the seventies, seventies, you could say like all sorts like, of words on television. It was fucking funny as shit. And you think back to Dave Chappelle, man, the Chappelle yeah. show. This is like what fucking like ten years ago or something. Not yeah. that long ago, was this it? Racism is yeah. breaking my heart. Well, you know, racism's killing me. They use it as a as a cultural tool, right? Because if yeah. you want to silence your opposition, you just call them something. You want to ruin their reputation, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one wants to be a fascist Nazi white supremacist. So if you can call them that, if you can try to ruin their reputation, well, then it's all downhill, right? Like the the other day, I was in, I was in a Facebook thread and. Um, I don't know. I, I was in this Facebook thread, and 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 there were these two people, and they were just they were they were trying to call me like I don't know, like a white supremacist sympathizer, something <laughs> ridiculous. And dude, um, like, it, it was like, I, what I, is I, your ethnicity, dude? dude? I'm uh, I'm I'm Egyptian. My father was born in Cairo, Egypt. My uh, my great grand my great grandfather was born in Kobe, Japan. So like, um, like I'm like, Irish, like, like, do Japanese, have, do German. Do you, and, do you identify and, as white, or what do you? Oh, what, dude, what, what's I, your gender? I am. You're a white nationalist, Nazi. I think race is bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. I think race is bullshit, really. I, I mean, I, you know, Sounds I. Like a dog whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I just, bullshit. I think race is bullshit. Dog right? Yeah. I, dog whistle. Uh, Are you saying that you don't judge people by the by their race? Sounds like a dog whistle. <laughs> judge you in other ways. That's the ultimate dog whistle. Ultimate dog whistle. I don't judge people by their race. Nationalist, white nationalist, Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, not so, a lot, man. I, I and, and and it's funny because you know I have being from Florida and uh, just Florida being Florida in general. You know we've gotten a lot of hate in the last few years over you know a lot of things that have happened at the state level. Um, a lot of controversy there. Um, you know, and I've had a lot of hate flung my way. You know, calling me a white supremacist. Uh, you know, sympathizer and things like that, which is you, absolutely you fucking look, ridiculous. You don't even look white. I mean, it's I don't like think I'm white, man. Funny I'm thing. more brown than anything. Yeah, yeah man, that's what I'm saying, dude. No, no. I, I, everybody in Florida thinks I'm Cuban, man. Your last name is Nikayla. <laughs> everybody thinks I'm Cuban. I walk into like Miami in like a coffee shop. They're like, "Hey, cómo estás?" Da, 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 da. I'm like, "Man, I don't speak. I don't speak Spanish." <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm like, "No, I don't." They're like. What kind of Cuban are you? I'm not Cuban, man. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not. I swear to God. What kind of Cuban? What kind of Cuban are you? Are you? Like, like, I'm ashamed to be Cuban and I don't speak uh, Spanish. So the I, kind of I, I Cuban that's not Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I don't know what I am, man. People can just, you know, label me whatever. I guess. Yeah, th- that's like, uh, like kind of my favorite kind of libertarian, like libertarians who aren't white, because it's like. Like I'm, I'm just, oh, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, you like to use them as a token, <laughs> bigot. Yeah, yeah a token. You get a, pretty you get a brown much, friend. Pr- pretty much, buddy. No, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> like, d- d- doesn't it? Okay, dude, you identify as white. You're a pasty no. cracker, motherfucker. I don't, what actually, the fuck? Okay, so I don't like to identify. I don't like to fill out race on shit. Don't call me personally, white. 
Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> okay, okay, but whatever. He, he prefers pigmently challenged. Okay, okay, powder. All right, no, I'm just fucking. <laughs> so, um, no, but I, I'm just saying, isn't it cool when you've got somebody like fucking Steven over here, and you got somebody like Arvin over there, and then, uh, you know, like Alex Merce, and you, you got these people that are like, don't at least they don't look white. They don't look like the stereotype. Oh, libertarians are just like fucking white, white, white Republicans who Republicans like to smoke pot. Like yeah. Smoke pot. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love it when people like defy that stereotype, you know, like yeah. anybody who's outside of that. And uh, so if you're a token, well, that just goes uh, to Matt sh- would love you to join the libertarian party. <laughs> no, no. Nah. Minorities well, I mean, calling now. No. 1-800. Well, I mean, dude, the, the more people that join from everywhere, you know, the less tokens there are. It's just like well, fucking everybody. Dude. You know what I've noticed? And, like, uh, you know, I think most people are libertarian. They just don't know it yet, man. Most yeah, people I agree. like freedom. They don't want to be told what to do, right? You know, I think a lot of this, this, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, uh, actually, dude, it's it's like an hour in, man. It, it's about time to call it. So, uh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, shit. So, okay. So until next time, live free. What? <laughs> oh, was I supposed to say something? Yeah, uh, yeah no, dude. it's like a live. No, I, I, just live free or die. Yeah, just or die. live free or die. Yeah. There you go. Dude, or die. Steven said it, dude. Sorry, bro. Cool, cool. I dropped the ball there. Uh, it's all good, dude. Everyone, everyone, call me a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Every. Okay, cool. Peace out. Bye.